The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players' Lounge. It's Tuesday. Life is good. Home. It's the first place Dallas Cowboys coming to you from the SWC Studios. However we can get it, we'll take it. However we can get it, we'll take it. First place, you know. And look, I believe. I believe. What'd you believe? Uh, the Philadelphia would lose last night, and they got beat 20 to 17. Boy. Okay. Three points? Did okay. we say 24 21? 24-21. The 24-21 is what we had. It was a 20 to you 17. You shouldn't game. take any credit for that. You copied verbatim what Newey said. You can't come on, man. Don't, don't act I, like you were in your right? bag. Yeah, you, you, you had right? the same opportunity. You, right. you was wrong. <laughs> Heckman Harrison had the same oh, opportunity man. as Danny McCray. Newey scrubs like he oh, on the players last night. You went. 21-15 Philadelphia to win, and Church went 24-17 Philly to win. But like I said, we believe. Mm-hmm. Drew Lott. Drew Lott and Matt Patricia. That's what I really yeah. believe. I believe in Matt Patricia not getting it done. Go down the field. Dude, what kind of defense are you coming straight down the field, man? I, I will say this. I, I You got to be able to trust in Bradbury, though. You got to be <laughs> able to have minute, some right? type of confidence. You got to, like, okay, we're going to call the play. Hey, man, you you are a guy, okay? We got to be able to believe that you know. Cause, <laughs> Boy, you, know, you better he, stop He that. was the most veteran guy uh, in the sec that they had out there, okay, because Slade was out. True. No, that's you true. That, you know. That's it, true. It, but can I say this? Yeah, man, say it. I, I just um, – I was I was ticked off watching that game, first of all, because I have never seen a man be publicly neutered like my man Sean Desai got yesterday. Oh. That was cold work. Mm. And I'm telling you, man, like I've been watching TV sometimes and seeing stuff on social media, and I ask myself, I wonder do people in their consciousness see how wrong this is. That was wrong. The camera pans to him. He's in the play, in the press box, drawing up the play, drawing up the defense. And Matt Patricia is down there on the sideline giving up the goat. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, it's I, amazing I, to me to see something like that happen. And, hey, wait a minute. Before you say it. Because you already know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You already Let know. me say this. Let me say this. You already know. I don't care anything about the <laughs> no, lack of no. institutional control <laughs> for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know. Detonate immediately. Nah. Okay? You know, you know how I feel about them. But, Danny, come on, man. That's just wrong. I'm just saying you uh, so so you could be upset about somebody on the Eagles, right? That but, was wrong. But, but when it's me saying that, that I had respect you, for a certain person feel? on the Eagles, how then it's feel? a problem. But see, on, but man. you were pissed off last night. I'm talking about they had they was all in your emotions. Boy, the team that you hate. I was I was I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are they doing this to this man? And on national team, they're ten and three. They are 10 and 3 right now. And I'm telling you, Charles McDonald from Yahoo Sports writes a great article on this on how Sean Desai got replaced with Matt Patricia. But I, I just I felt it. I was alarmed by them making this move, but also just kind of publicizing and still putting this guy out there on front street for everybody to see him get done the way that he did. And it'd be a different thing if they were already struggling as a team. They're already in the playoffs. They've been number one seed for a very long time as 
Uh, San Francisco's been making their way up. But for them to demote him like that, man, I just, I thought it was cold. I like this because I want everybody listening to hear this, right? Because when they be telling me I sound like I'm I'm an Eagles fan and I care about the Eagles, all that stuff. You care about people, don't you? You just care about people. Ain't that what it is? Why, why did I even You do care that? about people. Well, I care about them too. No, do your best to help me out here, man. It's a tough business. That's what I'm going to tell you. Do your best to help me out here, man. Would he rather get fired? He probably rather got fired. I'd rather got fired. Wouldn't you have rather got fired? Yeah. I'd rather let me go. I would have been over there wishing against uh, uh, Patricia the whole time on the sideline and just waiting for something like that happen at the end of the game. 92 yards, bro. I mean, where he, else they going with the ball? Sound like he got his justice. <laughs> it sound like he got his justice. Hey, do got right? <laughs> He got his justice. Who you going to blame this on? Who you going to blame? That's crazy. So, what I thought, Heckman, is to go back to what you said, if you read earlier in the day the stories of players had lost faith in Desai. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the media plant right here. This is this is somebody. The anonymous source. In, right. In the front <laughs> office who went out here and tipped off a bunch of people that players said they didn't believe in the D.C. And what to me, when I saw the move, when Jay Glazer reported, I'm like, man, this is a panic move. I, I clearly remembered listening on an early Monday morning about, it was on WIP, the radio station. I wasn't me, it was Cataldi might have still been there, but they were going after Jonathan Gannon yeah. and, and Nick Sirianni going off on the coordinators. This guy's not good. He's this, he's that. He's supposed to be all this. He's not. That's what they were killing him. And Sirianni stood with the co- both coordinators. They made the playoffs, by yeah. the way. And then the next year, we all know what they did. So when both coordinators left, and I talked about it on this show, I thought they would not be the same as they were last year because of the coordinator change. For him to dump the guy like that with three games to go <laughs> is the ultimate it. panic move. Yeah. It's a panic move. And then to watch, and I took jo- great joy and glee to watch Jackson Smith and Jigba of Rockwall catch a touchdown pass in the end zone over Toasty Bradbury. And just like, this is, Matt, this is the Matt Patricia I've grown to know and love. <laughs> giving it all up. Because... It was just it was it was just justice. Yeah, and that was then, wrong. And today I listen to WIP radio and I've enjoyed myself all morning long, <laughs> all day, That's all wrong. afternoon. Wrong day. They, they they said Hertz is regressed. They say he can't throw. They say um, he can't read defenses. They said the head coach. Oh, what man. is he doing? He's a walk around guy. He's not coaching anybody. They want the offensive coordinator gone. Now they're mad at Matt Patricia. He's no good. Um, they said the Georgia guys that Howie Roseman drafted, they're not doing anything. Oh, Jalen Carter also, no. Jalen ain't nothing either. They, they, so, so they said they, they're overrated. They're, they're overrated. So they said they're overrated. <laughs> Howie's overrated. I mean, they yeah. want to detonate the team. They're, they're mad. They said they've been fraudulent all year long, and now we're just realizing. Hey, man, it sound like my group. I mean, this thing <laughs> is this thing <laughs> is fantastic to I listen to. Nobody is sacred. They're blowing up the whole team, and now they say Tommy Cutlets and the Giants gonna beat them, and they got no faith. We well, we hope we hope that Tommy and uh, and, uh, and Saquon can pull it off, right? Because that'll help yes, us out sir. as long as we handle our business. But you know, I think it's and, and that's the league, and then that's fans, and that's and that's just how it goes. Of like, not not too many years ago, the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Okay, sure. last right. year they were in the Super Bowl, a few plays that. away 
from from winning that game as well. Mm-hmm. And then usually when you see a team that go to the Super Bowl lose that and lose that way, they the next season they they, they don't play very well. Yes. The hangover. They don't play very well. This team has been number one since the season started after coming off of that. And then your fan base is that like that's what you turn into? That's who they are though, bro. Which is which is which is crazy. Hey, I Which love is it. Crazy. I love it. Detonate immediately is what I'm saying. Get get rid of them. All right. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> they upset. Get rid of all right. Them. Get rid of them. I'm, Sirianni. I can't. I love it. You know, show me another picture of Sirianni bobbing his head up and down. I love it. Okay. But I just it, it's one like watching them last night, especially on offense. It Jalen Hurts gonna come out at the end of the season that Jalen Hurts is hurt. It is. He has to be because I seen last year. I watched this this guy last year. Just escape the pocket, pick up the extra yards when the running game wasn't there. You knew you could put the ball in Jalen Hurst's hands. It's just not there anymore. Something has changed in his mind that's not allowing him to do that. that those balls that he's putting out, they're 50-50 every time, uh, especially on those deep routes. He's just not able to complete it, and maybe that's because he can't push off his leg. He put, Listen, he pulled one of those, like, why are you throwing it to that guy? D. Why like why him? Yeah. With, the, with the guys you have on your team when AJ Brown and Slim Reed, like why are you throwing it to him right. as a fifty like him? And that's the like that's the same stuff. I'm like, I don't understand understand when certain quarterbacks do stuff like that, right? Yeah. Of like, you know who who's on your roster and you know who you should be throwing the ball to, especially in a person. <laughs> if this is a panic move or like all of a sudden your defensive coordinator is not calling, then everybody should be in a panic. And you know who you should lean on in those moments? Yeah. AJ Brown, yeah, your guy. <laughs> like you got to lean on that guy and win or lose with that guy. Those are the like things I, I I never really understand when I see certain quarterbacks or teams go away from the person that they paying the most money to make the biggest plays in the yeah. game and they can't figure out a way to get it done. So listen, it, it helps us out. It does. Tom, Devito, please go out there and do what you need to do. But the but the main thing is the main thing. We have to go out here and get these wins to finish out the season. No doubt. You've got, you've got another opportunity. You know? So this is three straight losses by Philadelphia. It's another opportunity for the Cowboys to, to go out and do their job. The The road is tough because Miami in December is a hard place to win. As, as much as you talk about Buffalo in December being a hard place to win, Miami's the same type of uh, a place to win. And this is a team whose style does not match up favorably to what the Cowboys You are. sound like Barry Church. <laughs> yeah. it, it, you sound like Barry right now. Style, styles make fights. They're all wrong for us, baby. <laughs> they all wrong for us, baby. They got two running backs. You, you had James. I mean, no offense to James Cook. He's a nice running back. But, but most turn eight chain, they are, they, they, you didn't upgrade. Okay? You didn't upgrade it. So, so, yeah, you went from what the Papa's Barbecue to Papa's Steakhouse this week. <laughs> um, it's a different cut of meat right here. And then these receivers they've got, no offense to Stephon Diggs. You're a nice player, but you're not the cheetah. No, and you're not, you're not Waddle. Waddle. So it's 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 different. And and you know, this week's play call, you know, Mr. Brady nice, but Coach Soul is good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Right, what, what's your what's your thoughts? Listen, on? I I I do think it I think this is a tougher matchup uh than the Buffalo Bills matchup because this is like the Buffalo Bills turned into a running team. They came out, they saw they could have success over the last few weeks, but then they said we're playing the Dallas Cowboys. We're pretty sure 
that we're going to be able to have success based off what they put out there on tape this season. And it. they came out and they did it. Now, when you put that on tape again, <laughs> right, against the Buffalo team, and you go out the next week, that same team, the Miami Dolphins, that you have to play is watching the film from – Go all the way back to San Francisco. Actually, go all the way back to Denver. Then go all the way back to San Francisco. All the way back to San Francisco again. And then now you watch the Buffalo Bills tape, and you're like, oh, all right, yeah, that's right. They can't do this, this, and that. And they have not shown that they have fixed these warts that they have on their defense. What are we going to do? Oh, that fits our system. We got two big-time running backs with speed and good vision. And if they just so happen to figure that out, they still got to find out how to stop Tyreek Hill and Waddle. It is going to be a tough defensive matchup for us, which is why I'm going to be leaning on what our offense can do in order to get us through this game. I didn't, I didn't like what you said yesterday. <laughs> and I'm not liking what you're saying right now, Danny. Um, it sounds too true, huh? It's, it is. No, it is. It is. I mean, you mentioned it. You went all the way down to Detroit yesterday, talking about Detroit and Montgomery and Gibbs and just saying how much of a challenge it's going to be, especially with this being the eyesore on our defense going into the latter part of the of the season. Look, as you talk about A-Chain, as you talk about Moshe, the thing about them is they're two different types of runners. Um, with strength, strength on strength. I'm saying Moshe is a guy that obviously explosive, slippery guy. A-Chain is just fast. A-Chain from Mo City, Missouri City guy, and Texas A&M legend. Uh, just a fast dude. And he is that the, the, the definition of thunder and lightning as a running back group. But A-Chain has been out for, for a few games in the season. Moshe had to take over the brunt of those carries. Done a good job. But I think the one thing, if I could just – Point to a weakness. He fumbles. He will fumble. He will give right. up the rock. And right. I think the Dallas Cowboys, one of their strengths has been taking the ball away. You're going to have to specialize in that this week versus Miami because you're going to have to get some takeaways versus this offense, period. And I think, you know, what makes me mad about us defensively right now is that we can't play the brand of football that we need to play because certain things have just been legislated out of the league. You've got to – you look at Buffalo's tape – they took it to us physically. They did some things that we couldn't return fire on. We couldn't stop them in that A-gap, as you were talking about yesterday. There was no one there physically that could meet that, that pulling guard or that tackle on and stop that. They're beating us out to the edges, and they're just destroying our, second, our secondary guys. And, look, if we don't, if we don't get this fixed – it's not just that it's going to be a problem that's going to persist through the regular season. It's going to be something definitely definitely that we're going to face in the postseason because we're going to run into a, a running team. You're going to see it the very next week. <laughs> no Absolutely. doubt. Okay. No doubt. The Detroit Lions are going to come and do the same thing, and they've got a really good offensive line. Uh, Miami's got some offensive line issues. And Vic Fangio is, is a really good defensive coordinator. So this, this is a tough <laughs> challenge. And That's your man, Vic. So you've got a, a Cowboy team that's got a point and a half. Uh, they're down uh, under a point and a half in this one. And Miami has only lost one home playoff game all, all year, and that was last week uh, to Tennessee, where, where they I thought they were winning this thing. They, they were up uh, deep in the fourth quarter, uh, had double-digit leads. So they've got something to play for, uh, playing for the division, uh, being upset at home. So this is this is, to me, seemingly like in terms of – who comes into this game that plays fundamental football and doesn't shoot themselves in the foot? I mean, you have to be disciplined in this game here and be ready to go. You're talking about penalties. Penalties. Yeah. Um, that's a part of it. Um, assignments. 
you know, you talk about the A gap, where you where do you need to be? Dan yeah. Quinn spoke yesterday about how how guys, you know, said the tackles were bad, twelve missed tackles. So so there's just there's no room for error this week for the Cowboys. And and you cannot repeat that type of performance. I can't remember what it is the last time they lost back to back games. Yeah. But th- this this is a challenge because this team is good at home. They play well at home. I yeah. mean, they, that that's one thing they do, man. That they play well at home. If you come in here half stepping, I'm not saying they're gonna get 70 thrown on them, but you can you can find yourself watching them roll up 30 to 40 because we've seen them do it all year long. If you come half stepping. Yeah. Oh, you can see a forty piece. Yeah, you, and, and there, there, there's a guy on the other side who's trying to get two thousand yards for the first time as an NFL receiver. He ain't playing uh, in the season. All right, <laughs> yeah, he ain't playing. He ain't playing. <laughs> you no, hope? No, and I'm saying like he ain't playing at oh, all. Oh, I thought you were about to say. No, 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 he ain't messing around. <laughs> no, I thought you were about to say like, he he getting ready. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> but when I saw him not play last week, I was like, well, I know yeah. what week he is playing. But but Nua, you you're absolutely correct on the point that you're making about uh, Miami at home. They are akin to us in in what they've done. In home six and one and the one loss that they have they sent them all the way out to germany to get that one <laughs> loss to, to kansas city nfl didn't do them well, no last fa- week that was the, the tennessee game was it tennessee yeah okay it, it whichever one it was i could have swore that it was the the germany game that they put on their on their on their losses but either way i'm just saying like this is a team that can beat you and and everybody knows it's gonna be christmas time everybody's gonna be <laughs> ready to shut it down what mentality does this team come in with and i think that's the one thing that you don't trust you don't trust the mentality of this football team and i heard micah on his podcast talk about that the, the difference between how they play at home and the mentality about how they play away. And you being a former player, I mean, what do you think about the just the, the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde of, of both defenses, the one you take on the road versus the one you see at home? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I think if you play that 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 Buffalo game that we just played, if you play them at AT&T Stadium, I think you still lose that game. Yeah. Just, just based off what 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 you see on film. Uh, I don't I'm not even because I'm not sure if it was an intensity thing or prepared to play thing. It's the same stuff that we've been seeing for the last couple of seasons when it comes to stopping the run. Like yeah. it's not it's not like uh, yeah we we had the boombox and we was ready to go or they was hyping to say it ain't, it's not that. Come it is a now. it is a, a an assignment and being in the right place doing your job problem, not a intensity ready to play play problem because. Yeah. If you go watch the film, I'm sure that they've still made some of these same problems. I mean, had some of these same problems in the wins. It's just you, you, you're ahead, and yeah. now these teams have to come out and pass the ball so you don't get a chance to see if they fix those issues. But then now, when it rears ugly head again against the Buffalo Bills, and you know we already talking about the Miami Dolphins, and I'm trying not to look forward, but I'm looking at the Detroit team, and I'm saying you 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 have three straight weeks. Of, of having an opportunity to fix what you need to fix to get into the playoffs yeah. and be successful, which is probably the only good part about, like, what's going on right now. You got three games to, to, to see as many different type of run concepts as you possibly have and work on being ready to face those when you get into the playoffs because I can guarantee you, no matter who you play, they're going to try to implement some type of uh, resemblance of what what you've been struggling with over over the last couple and of you seasons. Gonna, you say you're gonna see it till you stop. You're gonna it. see it till you stop. You're, it. you're gonna see it. And you're right about Tennessee. That was the that was the game they lost at home. That's so, six and one at the crib. Mm. Let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, let's dive into the last three weeks for the Cowboys and the last three weeks for the Eagles. Line up that schedule for you with Danny McCray, Heckman Harrison, Barry Church with the day off from New Scrubs. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostinos right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. 
It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or any time you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. The 2024 NFL Pro Bowl games are taking over Orlando, and the roster is up to you. Cast your ballot for the 2024 Pro Bowl games. Vote and send your favorite Cowboy players to compete in the ultimate AFC versus NFC showdown this February. Vote now at DallasCowboys.com slash vote. I wonder if the players really enjoy going to Orlando. I mean, back in the day, when Heck and I were coming up, the Pro Bowl was out there in Hawaii, Hawaii baby. You know, why? Take the family on out there, you know? Orlando's a family place. I, ma- I imagine the, the players that have families and kids old enough to enjoy Orlando probably enjoy it a lot more than the single guys, the guys that probably just got in the league, they trying to live, whatever. Like, you know, they, what, Disney World, what, what we do out there? Hawaii, Orlando. Yeah. Hawaii. When, when the last time you and you and church rolled on out to Orlando? I ain't never. I've been. I went to Orlando for a bowl game, uh, and that's the only time I went. So, in so college. adult Danny has not rolled it. I have not, and because I have a kid, is probably the only reason I'll be going back to Orlando. Hey, when's the last time you rolled through Orlando? With with kids down the Disney <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not just because, like, yeah, hey, babe, where you want to go? <laughs> Orlando to the, <laughs> <laughs> the timeshare yeah. in Orlando. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just telling you, man. It's, it's, it's you, you, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, okay, Walt Disney World, Universal. Traffic Studios. for nothing. <laughs> they got traffic out there. What man. do they have traffic out there? Why are you I'm just tripping. I'm, I'm just telling oh you, man. You, it's, 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 they? <laughs> ha- having been been to been to the um, Hawaii spot and and where the JW was and where they had it and, and where they did things, man, and then seeing Orlando, I'm like, oh no. 
Well, some of some of these dudes don't even they 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 not missing nothing. Don't have they a point of reference. They never, they never know. They never can't do. miss what you don't have. <laughs> they only they only have to listen to the old the older guys be like, man, I show. I'm telling you about them them Hawaii days, but they don't know. So it don't obviously, matter. obviously Vegas is is you know Vegas is taken away. But you know, put it in Vegas. I mean, if I'm on the if I'm if I'm yes. one of the NFL piano guys, we got to talk to them. We got to at least get this thing in Vegas. You know, <laughs> please at least get into Vegas, Orlando. Uh, Dudes out there getting in trouble in Vegas, man. You sure? <laughs> They gonna get in trouble you, in Orlando. And you, and you think <laughs> boredom gonna get you in Orlando? Yeah, I, I've seen them dudes getting in trouble in Las Vegas. All right, out there fighting and doing all type of stuff. But nothing but suspensions coming out the next season. No, no, no. They, they smart. They know. They're not taking them out there. You, you want some real trouble? Have all your Pro Bowl guys be be uh be at risk of getting into some trouble. Go at a Super Bowl there, you know. That, that, that's not the same. Okay, they gonna be they gonna be focusing, really practicing. These dudes are gonna go play flag football. <laughs> like that time they had the, the NBA All-Star game in Las Vegas, boy. Yeah? Oh, man, man. Ooh, <laughs> boy. Ooh, ooh. Stories. Like, the untold yeah, stories. Stay out of there. The league was like, oh. Pe- people was like telling me, don't, don't bring it back, please. <laughs> the locals were like, don't bring this back. The debauchery. <laughs> the foolishness. <laughs> Thank you. The, the, the locals are like, don't come back. We don't need it. We don't need it. It's all wrong for us, baby. It's all wrong for us. All right, so the Cowboys have three games left at Miami this week, home against the Detroit Lions. That's the Jimmy Ring of Honor game. Can't lose that one. And then it's on the road against the Washington Commanders in the final ride for Ron Rivera. <laughs> that old staff. My that man Bo. staff. My man Bo. Goodbye, game. Goodbye, Ron. Thank you. Thank you for your service, Ron. Meanwhile, Philadelphia has a home game against the New York Giants. Then in week 17, it's a home game against Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. And then they end the season by going to MetLife Stadium to face the Giants again. So, obviously. Come on, man. That, that column. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You, what, 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 you, you know how I feel about the Arizona Cardinals. And I was watching the game against the – well, not watching. I was keeping up with the score uh, when they played San Fran this week. And at the beginning, I, was, I had the it same was thing. I was about to text you. Hey, I'm telling you, the NFC West, I'm telling you, be careful. And they found a way to run off with it. But the Arizona Cardinals team, to me, I don't care. It's scary for anybody that goes to play them or has to play them because of the weapon that they have at quarterback and yeah. some type of resilience that they have to no matter what their record is, them dudes go out there and they play hard. Yeah. So that that is one to where we slipped up against Arizona and we've been I've been like man that's the one that's going to cost us. I think Philly could slip up to Arizona as well. Philadelphia has a head coach with institutional knowledge of of what they want to do. Arizona. Yes, I should say Arizona. But what Philly wants to do because he was there last year. I do think that was also a help for them when they played the Cowboys. Okay, hey look, we know what they want to do. You've got some institutional knowledge. Um, I, I just, I, I'm with you. And my gosh, if you listen to Philadelphia radio, they they think they're going to lose the division. They, they think the division's gone. We, I don't know how we're going to win. How we going to win? Yeah. We, can't, we can't win anymore. I mean, they, they literally think they've lost their mojo. They've seen our schedule. They, they have. They it's have. Great. Like, they watched our game. They yes. watched our game against the Buffalo Bills and then watched how they lost last night and figured that they was going to lose the division. If anybody should be feeling that way, it should be, it should be us Absolutely. based off 
you know how that game went, but yeah, like Philadelphia media and fans. You, man, I get the, it. The Philadelphia folks, man, they they have given up the ship. Okay, they're they have good. given up the ship. They had to say they call them Tommy Cutlets. They out there praising Tommy DeVito out there with the Giants. They don't know how it's going to happen. So they and, and look, bull jiving. New York has fought with with old Tommy DeVito, and you got two cracks. You got nothing to play for other than, hey man, let's just ruin this thing for them. No, it, it's gonna it's gonna get interesting. And if you follow Nick Harris, he kind of outlines how this whole thing cracks out for the Dallas Cowboys if they win, if they lose, or how yesterday's loss to Seattle kind of made the Bills loss kind of nullified that whole thing. But I'm with you when when it comes to Arizona. We saw what they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, do the same thing you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get him! <laughs> so, so how about this? All right, um, the Giants have won three of their last four games. Okay, since they got beat by the Cowboys, they won at Washington. Um, they won against New England. They had a bye. Then they won against the Packers, and then they lost at New Orleans. And by the way, New Orleans is a tough place to play. Absolutely, it is. So. You know, this, it, it's not crazy, okay? That, that's my thing, just looking over here with, with the Giants. It's not crazy to think they could win a game. No. One of two that they've got to go play against Philadelphia. And we've seen how bad that they are, and I think that's why it's kind of hard for you to get behind New York and say, okay, they could pull out these two games in, in three weeks to Philadelphia. And I'm sure Philadelphia is hoping that that last game of the season has no meaning because the Cowboys have lost two in a row. It doesn't mean anything. And okay. so, really, the Cowboys have their destination, have their destiny in their hands. They, if they are sure. going to uh, win this top seed, the, the number one seed or number two seed, whichever, however it ships out, because, hey, San Francisco still has a few tough games on that schedule as well so let's not let's not get too far ahead of ourselves but I believe that the Cowboys need a home game Uh, let's just let's just say say it like it is the Cowboys need a home game and by winning your division you are assuring yourself that you get that home game it's all open which and I know I said it after after week five and I got laughed at but when I said let it play out we have to let it all play out because what we think we know, we truly don't always know. And when you talk about San Francisco, they have Baltimore this week, then they're at uh, Washington, and then they're at home against against the Rams. Who Let's, tough. We'll be playing for a playoff spot. We're, try, we're trying to find a way to get into the playoffs. Tough. So, so, so let's see how this thing plays out because there are things to play for, and – I don't know what incentives guys have in contracts, but we know as you get toward the end here, some guy, hey, where am I at here? They got, they got, they got, they got a reason for the season, and <laughs> and, and you start thinking about these things here. It's human nature, it's human nature. So, and that's the thing that you talk about with with New York. I mean, guys, at the end of the season, is that still going to be willing to say, all right, we're going to put it on all on the line, even in week eighteen? So, season is definitely over for them. They're not going to play. I was not going anywhere. So, what incentive do they have? The only hope that I have of them catching another L is Arizona. Wait, I'm putting are, everything on Arizona. Are, are they are they officially eliminated from playoff? The Giants? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think I see that come across yet. That's that's better for us. They're not. Yeah, yeah, that's better for us. As long as they believe they fighting for something. Okay. That's better for us. Well, then next week, fight then. (laughs) (laughs) Fight then. I I think I saw something that said they they are – 
they they are still in contention for the number two pick in the draft and also the playoffs. Everything that they have as far as a scenario of them making the playoffs ends in the cow jumps over the moon. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, this is a lot has to happen. You've you got a quarterback here in Tommy DeVito who, for whatever reason, these people have attached themselves to. They, they are into this guy. What happened to Danny Dimes? We done switched on Danny Dimes that quick. He's Italian. What's going on? Of course. They've been they, waiting for what's happening. They're they trying to hold on to something. So if this guy is rattling people, and he, and, and, and fine. fine. Jer- this Jeremy Lynn. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> New York, right? Lynn Sanity. <laughs> so if they want to, if they want to latch on to this, let them latch on to it. But if you're Tommy DeVito, you are playing because you want to have a role on this. Anybody else who's on this football, the Giants are going to make some changes. Okay, yeah. this, this is a team they they've got to make some changes here. So, and Danny, you've been on on, on teams where hey, that, what am I playing for? I'm playing for I need I need some looks. I got to get some tape out. Mm-hmm. And the last thing people, you want people last you are laying down looking like them them Steeler receivers just watching folks Goodness go by. <laughs> oh man, over and oh, over man. again. It's some bad ball going around. Man, it's just some bad, bad ball, football. bad coaching. It's Goodness. a lot. It's a lot of that. Yeah, get your, have your you know, get, give give your agent something to sell. Not, not, not you laying down. So um, I look at these games and just say, hey, look, guys are guys are going to have to go out here and earn some checks and, and start to look toward next year. So I just I just won't blow it off as, you know, they're going to lay down and not care because we've seen it in their games. They've won three or four. And so to me, what happened in New Orleans was not a shock to the Giants because the Saints have played well at home and they mm-hmm. got a good defense. They de- their defense is it's good. good. And Alvin Kamara is yeah. Alvin good. Kamara so, still. But, know, and Carr didn't throw him out of the game, which is the other thing. <laughs> and, and shout, shout out to Jimmy Graham, too, because uh, two touchdowns over the last couple of weeks. And he, that's, is he on your fantasy? No, no. I'm just seeing an older guy go out and make big-time plays in the red zone. I'm like, okay, because we were talking about the possibility to have to play the NFC South. Yeah. Right? And having to travel to uh, to New Orleans, possibly. not to mention Tampa's right. Good and you, ball and too. And so you look. So it, to me, it's like I I, I got to watch the NFC South play now and see like what they really have. Um, and yeah, the New Orleans Saints. I do have their defense on my fantasy team, but the offense, <laughs> the offense, the offense, <laughs> not good. The offense is not good. But Kamara has been good right now. Tampa is in first place. Uh, holding the tiebreaker seven and seven, they're three and one in the division. New Orleans is in second; they're seven and seven, two and two in the division. So, Tampa ends—they've got Jacksonville at home, they've got New Orleans at home, then they end at Carolina. Meanwhile, New Orleans has to go to the Rams this week. Then they're at Tampa Bay, and then they host Atlanta to end it. So, they got to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there, there's that 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 game this week. You talk about the Rams and the Saints. That's a game to watch. It is. It's a, it's a, it's getting tougher at the end of the season for a lot of teams not named Philly. So I'm just I'm just looking at our schedule and what we have right now. I mean, even this Miami game, as you guys have been talking about the running game and just how do you stop all of it? Uh, we hadn't even got over to the other side on their defense to talk about guys like Christian Wilkes and their cornerback. So it's let's, gonna be tough. Let's do that next. Let's okay. do that next. We'll do that with Heckman Harrison, Danny McCram, New Scrubs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. 
The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or any time you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Demarcus Lawrence is the Dallas Cowboy nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help Tank raise funds for Dak Prescott's Faith Fight Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash Man of the Year or tweet your support using the hashtag WPMOY Challenge. Vote ends on January 8th. Vote for Tank. Appreciate it. Heckman Harrison. Got Danny McCray working this week. Got the camps over here. Mm-hmm. I'll be out on Friday because I'll be over there with the kids at AT&T Stadium. What are we going to do, what we gonna do on Friday, man? We're going to get Nate to come in. What are we going to do? Working on it. They gonna do a two man show. They have a special guest for y'all coming nah, in. You we gonna know, do it down a little bit. Well, we gonna make it a heck of newy show. What y'all wanna do? Twenty school. Oh, school. Call it school. <laughs> Schools. <laughs> hey man, I'm Heckma. By the way, <laughs> that's newy. We gonna uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> don't, don't wear the same thing. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Heckma. Don't wear the that's same new. thing on Friday. Okay. Got the big dog. Like that, big dog. Man. Derek. Uh, Derek Eagleton's. He's working on it. So the team is working on it. All right. <laughs> on what we will do Friday here. So, heck, you were making a point before break? No, I was just basically saying, man, this is a tough matchup. This is a tough matchup all around as far as on the defensive side. There's two guys that they have over there in Xavier Howard. Fifth Ward Zay is, uh, <laughs> as they call him. He's a tough cornerback, man. Always have been. Jalen Ramsey, also very tough. We're familiar with him by playing playing the Rams. I'm interested offensively coming into a game where we want to see our offense get restarted. I think they took a step back last week as far as Mike McCarthy being in his bag. Mm-hmm. And this is a week where you come up against a Miami defense that's – Good. Uh, Vic Vangio is like every other defensive coordinator, a little arrogant, a little egotistical in his coverages. So let's see how he tries to play uh, C.D. Lamb if he leaves guys like Xavier Howard and Ramsey on an island with him. I, I think that matchup bodes well for us. But we have got to, as much as we're talking about everybody else's running game, we've got to figure out a way to jumpstart our running game, especially going into the playoffs. Yeah, they, this 
has me nervous because I, I saw what Buffalo was able to do to us as far as kind of picking up on some of the route concepts, the things that we do more often than not, and, mm. and, and being able to customize their zone coverage to take away some of the stuff that Dak really, really likes to do. Yeah. Um, and and it's the NFL. And once you put it on tape, once somebody puts the blueprint out there, you have to find a way to then adjust to – to make sure that they can't do that to you the entire game. And I'm t- I guarantee you're going to see the same some of the same stuff that you saw against Buffalo uh come in to play against Miami. Now, the cornerbacks that they have for Miami, to me, a lot better than the cornerbacks that they rolled out there for Buffalo. So you're going to see some more man-to-man trying to stop the run to make sure that they put it all in Dak's hands. And I think that's when you'll see some of that zone coverage. But we do have to find a way to run the football. <laughs> like, you have to because we saw what happens when you can't or when 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 it's not a possible, you don't feel like that's a way to get you back into the game. Then all of a sudden you got three and out after three and out or drives are stopping and then the defense can't stop anybody. And before you know it, the game's out of hand. Uh, playoff football is going to make sure that you have the ability to run the football because if you don't, you're probably going to be out of there pretty quick. We've seen it, you know, over and over again. Point and a half underdog in this one. This is this is the respond game. You know, they've been good at bouncing back after losses. This is a very tough place to play, and this is a challenging matchup. So I just wonder how much is this a pride game for guys? God, it has to be, especially when you put – we talked about the tape yesterday, and I said, hey, I don't want to go in that film room and watch that tape. If I'm one of those guys going to get that red dot put on me and say, hey, that's you. That's you whiffing right there. That's you. Um, and it's, it's going to be even tougher. I think there's been this uh, narrative that's starting to be written on Dan Quinn's defense that they can't deal with motion. Something about motion. Anytime there's motion, Dan Quinn's defense is giving up the most yards anytime a team incorporate motions. Well, Coach Soul, brother. He come with the motion. You know exactly what he's going to do. They try to kick out blocks with tight ends, uh, tackles. But their offensive line hadn't been healthy, as you as you talked about earlier. And I think that's the one thing that I feel like, hey, if we can shut that part of their offense down, then we still have a serious undertaking that I think I trust with, with my man Gilly and Deron Bland. But on the other side, it, it, it has been our offense that, as of late, those 40 points at home, man, it's made so many things easier for our defense. But when we see our defense having to pack in, get stops, lately my only thing that's been worrisome is the fact that they haven't been able to do it. 30 points last week for the offense and uh, zero points allowed. So, um, man, this is – the beauty of the National Football League is it's a great soap opera and every week we don't know. Oh, that's so good. But I'll tell you right now, <laughs> I, so I, don't, I don't feel good about this one. I don't feel not good. at all. I don't not feel at good all about this one. I don't like. There's no no path to success for y'all in this Miami game. So, Do you not see our offense having if, if CD explodes, a bill fifty two tutties? Nothing about that says victory I, for you. I, I think we're gonna have a better uh, offensive offensive outing than we had against Buffalo. That's all I can say. I think I think it'll be better than that uh, right now. I just I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I have to see us be able to rebound from getting shut down on offense like this because ever since the bye week, we haven't seen like we haven't seen that. We've seen us be able to roll. We've seen us be able to get CD involved. We've seen us be able to get Brandon Cooks involved, Tony Pollard with the monster runs and making sure that they were statement runs. We've seen that. And then this game, we didn't see it to where we were able to get out of that that, that rut and then start rolling again. Um, so – I need to see how we respond offensively more than defensively to me to see, hey, man, all right, they seen it. They know how to stop it. 
are we able to adjust and then get this thing rolling again? But if you respond and you're able to score 21 or 28 points and they go out and they get 31 to 35, that could happen too. That's right. But, <laughs> but, but listen, that's, that's still better than Buffalo. The offensive performance that we put out there against Buffalo when the game really mattered was – it, 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 it was everything non-existent. Was everything was bad. It, it, it was non For everything. the players that you have on offense, for the year that C.D. Lamb has been having, for us to go out there and not really be able to get anything when it, when it was meaningful, is that it's, it's alarming to me. So I need to see us be able to – now it's on tape. Okay, now, now other defensive coordinators know what you need to do. Is this a pattern now, or was that just a bad game? Yeah. Because we hadn't seen it since you came out of the bye week. We've been rolling ever since. I want to call it a a, a, a just bad game, so bad uh, because of what you did last week versus versus Philly. Um, but that that Bills tape, man, burn it, throw it away. Please get rid of it. Hopefully, nobody else saw it. My question to you guys was about Tua. How do you, I mean, as far as the elite, so middle of the pack quarterbacks, what's your feeling on Tua? I th- I'm not. I'm not really that concerned about Tua because this is all about the running game. Yeah, this is it. They're going to go after the Cowboys and run the ball, and obviously the play action passing will work based off what they're able to do there. But we know that Tua can. Tua's going to be able to hit guys. I mean, just like last week, coming off the bat, he didn't have a great game against Tennessee. Guys still able to get down. Only had one touchdown pass. They play defense like they've been playing. They run the football. I don't think it matters that Tua doesn't have to be great. How about that? Tua has to be great. Tua will throw you the ball. Um, I think you have to get yourself in a position to try to get some pressure on him, um, which is stopping the run. So I think it all kind of goes together. Like you got to be able to try to put it into as, as bad as it sounds with Tyreek. I'm still of the, of the mindset of you cannot let a team come here and run up and down the field on you. Mm-hmm. You have to make the quarterback beat you. And I think Tua is a quarterback who. I think we can get the best of if we force it to be in his hands. If not, and he has the option to do either one, you know, kill, 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 let check for eight yards, then so, you, you're going to have a hard time. Chris Beam, and I know we're up against the time, but but something i got to dive into and kind of figure out. What is the Cowboys' record in December down there in South Florida? Because I, I had a conversation with Dennis Thurman yesterday, and, and DT told me, he said, oh, yeah, going back to when I played, said, we don't play well. In Miami, so the Cowboys. We never played. No, we never played well there. And then when he was a defensive coordinator in Buffalo, that was the year Kellen Moore played. And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." We, Cowboys came up there and got, got dusted up too. He's like, "It's never been Western New York in December's never been good for the Cowboys." And I wonder what is what is it for Miami uh, for the Cowboys as well? Because just throughout the league, it is just known. Florida, South Florida, December hard. Western New York in December hard. And here are the Cowboys going, you know, in the back-to-back places where they're going to be underdogs for the second straight week in tough places to play. So I wonder what that record is. Don't leave the hotel, guys. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay in your hotel. And it's Christmas Eve? Yes. Don't no, come on, man. Don't go shopping in South Florida. Yeah, no. stay, stay in Fort Lauderdale or somewhere, man. Man, think about they the know, West Palm. They know what to do. Go way past They know what to do. Don't <laughs> stay in South yeah. Beach. Pay all the Ubers not to come over there. You know, do all that <laughs> stuff, man. Go get you some, get you some sleep. That's cool. We've only played once in December in Miami and that was in 1981. No, 84. 84. Dan Marino. Miami won 28-21. That's the only time we've played in December in Miami. Okay. All right. Ofer. Does he have this in his head? (laughs) That's why I asked. The man's a genius. The man is a genius. (laughs) The man's a genius. All right, Danny McCray. 
Good stuff. All right. Chat tomorrow. Heckman Harrison. Good stuff. Talk tomorrow. I'm Newey Scruggs. This has been the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos. Thanks to Chris, Jazz, Will, Joshy, everybody part of the Dallas Cowboys crew. We appreciate you listening on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!